What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eli, and today we're going to be talking about going over and reviewing Fast X, Fast 10, a 2023 action-adventure PG-13 two-hour and 21-minute film, the 10th installment in the Fast and Furious franchise, directed by Justin Lin, starring Vin Diesel, starring Michelle Rodriguez, starring Jason Momoa, and many others such as Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Brie Larson, Rita Moreno, Sue Kang, Charlize Theron, Jason Statham, Jordan... Jordana Brewster, goddamn, I messed that one up, John Cena, and many, many others in this film, in a franchise that some would say has run its course, both literally and figuratively, like, okay, going into this film, right, you have to have low expectations when it comes to physics, when it comes to stuff really making sense, because things just don't make sense in this franchise anymore, if you are one of the people who started from the beginning of Fast and the Furious, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I didn't watch these movies when they came out. I was barely, it was like a little, I was one years old when the first movie came out. And I never went back and watched them like that. The first, my first introduction to the Fast and Furious franchise was Fast Five, which I honestly really do like. And it's crazy because a lot of people say Fast Five is the last good Fast and the Furious movie where stuff was like not too superhero-esque. Now they're basically 007 agents, and they can all, I they just don't die. They can, well, they they treat it like Star Wars, where no one's ever really gone, and all of a sudden there's characters that pop up that never existed. In this case, uh, Jason Momoa's character of Dante Reyes, um, who is the son of um, Reyes, the guy who has basically got a foothold, or got his foot on the neck of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, uh, the man who they robbed for all his money, in Fast Five. Now, there are plot holes, obviously, in this franchise, but honestly, at this point, it doesn't really matter. Like, I really, like, I'm not gonna break down this movie every little nitpicky thing because I would be here all day. I would have to go after the whole franchise, and I just don't have the energy to do that, nor do I really care to do that. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I've only, I have not seen the first Fast and the Furious movie. I have seen multiple clips of it. I have not seen, I, I have not seen Tokyo Drift. I haven't seen any of those movies i'm just being completely honest i know the endings i know who dies and which ones but they're just not my cup of tea of movies and i, I like my cousin was telling me he's like hey bro you got to go back and watch the old ones and then like watch this i'm like no i don't want to do that like i don't want to wait i honestly i feel like it'll be a waste of time for me i just don't want to do it i don't have the wherewithal just to go back and watch them and i guarantee the old ones will be a lot better i just don't want to do it um so the first one I saw was Fast Five. Um, that was I really enjoyed that one. I can still watch that to this day. Uh, the scene at the end with Danza Kuduro, uh, Kuduro um, is a freaking really great song to a really good movie, in my opinion. Um, I did not see Fast Six. I did not see Fast Seven. I've only seen the ending of Fast Seven. Fast Eight, I did not watch. Uh, I saw Hobbs and Shaw, which is this like the spinoff sequel to. Um, uh, the Fast and Furious franchise with um, Deckard Shaw and um, uh, uh, Will Ho not Will Hobbs fucking Hobbs is, um, I'm thinking of the wrestler Hobbs um, Dwayne Johnson's character um, and I enjoyed that movie I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie I looked at, I watched that movie as this is just freaking testosterone guns action explosions uh, and I, I just in martial art I guess martial arts and fighting I guess you could say maybe less martial arts. Um, but I just watched the Hobbs and Shaw movie when I watched it with my best friend when it came out, and I just like, hey, this is whatever. Like, I, don't, I really don't care. This is awesome. I like this. 
this is just fun action for me. And I can still watch Hobbs and Shaw and enjoy it. Idris Elba's in that movie. I love Idris Elba. Um, I think he's a great villain in that movie. His, he has one of my favorite lines where he goes, I'm Black Superman. Like, he says, look at me. I'm Black Superman. Like, that, that, it's, so, it's such a simple line. It's just, it's just funny. It's just really funny. Um, but moving on, I did see Fast and Furious 9, which I fucking hate. I fucking hate that film. I went to go see that in theaters with my brother, and we could not stop fucking laughing our asses off at the stupidity of what was going on. I could not stop laughing at the fact that John Cena was in the film, which I don't have a problem with. I like John Cena as an actor, but I I couldn't stop laughing at the fact that, one, they went to space for some reason, and then I also couldn't stop laughing at the fact that there's a scene where John Cena is like, uh, using um, a grappling hook, and he's like ziplining across buildings, and he just keeps ziplining while there's like a fight going on in the city and stuff like that. Like he shoots his uh, grapple gun, zips ziplines across the building, and then it cuts away to the fight scene, and then it just cuts back to him ziplining again, and it cuts back to the fight scene, and then a minute later he's ziplining still. You're like, dude, how long is this guy fucking ziplining for? And it's just, it's hilarious because I just remember watching it with my brother in theaters and just laughing my ass off the entire time how stupid it was. Um, and then it, it like, cause it, it, John Cena plays the character of Jacob, who is Dom's brother that they never mentioned at all in the franchise before. And I, I don't have to watch the franchise to know that. Everybody knows that. Um, he he shows up in this in the ninth movie and it's his brother. He has a vendetta against him because of their father and all this other crap. And then uh, we have Han who died in Tokyo Drift, which came out in two thousand six. And then but Han is still in the movies until Fast and the Furious six. He's gone in Fast and the Furious seven because he dies in Tokyo Drift, which takes place in the timeline after Fast six. Um, it, it's it's a and then apparently he doesn't die. He doesn't die. Deckard Shaw was the one who tried to kill him, but Mr. Nobody, who was played by Kurt Russell, basically like made it to where it looked like he died, probably using holograms or something. I don't know. They don't really get specific. He just kind of like Mr. Nobody had a he, he, Mr. Nobody had a tactic of making uh, people think that things were uh, something. It was some stupid line. It was some stupid throwaway line that's just like to like here. There's your explanation. Don't complain. And. You know, that's unfortunate, but it's whatever. Like I said, don't really expect, don't, don't, if you're going to go into this movie and be like, oh yeah, it's I got to criticize every single little plot hole. Just don't, you want to enjoy it. Like, and I'm going to be on, I'm going to be extremely honest. Fast 10, Fast X, I really enjoyed this film. I really enjoyed this film. I went to go see it with my girlfriend. Uh, we had a fun time. It was hot as fuck in our theater. Holy crap. Um, I went and I got, got me some little bit of, uh, some little uh, Smirnoff, little mini vodka bottles. And I put them in my Calypso lemonade, and I took that thing into the theater, and I drank that the entire time. Well, not really the entire time. I drank it in like the first 20 minutes, but it got me nice and buzzed for the movie. Um, and it's it's really funny. Like it's really funny that that happened because I went to the little I went to the little food mart right uh, right by the theater, and I was like, yeah, can I get three little Smirnoff bottles? And I put them in my drink. And it's just hilarious because in the film there is a scene where John Cena powers like a little plane. That is like inside of like a like a canoe shaped plane, and he powers he like fills the gas up with little Smirnoff bottles, and my girlfriend looks at me and just starts laughing her ass off, and I started laughing too because like this is just like this is fucking funny, like it was just a little like inside joke that we would only get 
because it, like I had I had the little mini Smirnoff bottles right next to me. It was so funny. It was so stupid, but it made that scene more enjoyable for me. But on to the movie. Um, well, let me finish a little bit. Talk about the franchise. Um, but yeah, the, this this franchise is just not something that you can like. You can't really expect too much out of it because this film is the first part. And I'm, I could be wrong on this. I could have swore they said that that Fast 10 is going to be split up into three parts. I could be completely wrong on it, though. Maybe it's going to be... I would hope it's only two parts because three parts is still really long. And I don't think people are going to want to like... People are going to really lose interest, I, I think. Maybe, I don't know. If you're a Fast, Fast and the Furious franchise kind of fan, like I don't know if you just love these movies no matter what. But... um this movie ends on a cliffhanger and it sets up a sequel or a part two because apparently Vin Diesel said that Paul Walker wanted it to end uh, at 10 movies. I don't know how true that is. Um, I'm going to go and believe Vin Diesel on this because he knew Paul Walker was close with him, but um, I don't know how true that actually is. Who knows? Because technically, what are they at? I think they're technically at 11 films. 11 would be 12 films, I, I don't know, 12 films because of Hobbs and Shaw, but then again, I don't know if that really counts, it's, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's really weird, it's really weird, but, um, yeah, so I don't know, if you're gonna go see this movie, turn off all expectations, just go in there and just enjoy it, get, get buzzed before, get high before, it doesn't matter, you will, and you'll probably enjoy this film, because I, I, I honestly, I was like, you know what, I wasn't, I honestly was not going to, to go enjoy this film, I was like, I was like, I don't really give a shit if this film, I'm not really gonna see it, I was not even gonna review it or talk about it on here, but I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, it's, it's the 10th film, it's the last film, kind of, let me go see it with my girlfriend, we'll go enjoy it, and here I am, okay, anyway, let's go ahead and get started with the film, uh, the film kind of has a, a flashback open up to uh, Fast Five, we find out what happens with um, Dante, uh, he basically was involved in an accident uh, in Fast Five, he's supposed to be the driver of his father's car, gets launched out of his vehicle, and is left for dead in the water, which never happened in Fast Five, I'm just going to put that out there, you can logo walk, go back and watch the scene, it was never there, and there's even shots of the driver, what he actually looks like, it's not Jason Momoa, but that's neither here nor there, like I said, don't really have any expectations, just expect people to show up that were never there, people to come back, and you'll just enjoy this film, um, so we get all that, and we get like a basically a fast forward uh, to where we are now with Dom, Letty, and Brian, uh, little Brian, who is um, the son of Dom, and his who was it? The uh, the lady from Fast Five, I believe it was, is the mother of um, little Brian. I couldn't. I, I'm not sure. I could. I could be completely wrong. I believe that is. Um, I believe it is. It's because it's not him and Letty's kid, but they raise him. They uh, raise him um, in the films. But um, it, it, okay, it really. Okay, here's one thing that it makes doesn't make any sense. Like this was really funny to me. This the kid actor who plays uh, little Brian. Uh, is really funny because he's really bad at his job, and I just remember seeing on social media that this kid was terrible in his scene, or in all his scenes, just because it's like, I, I don't know how to explain it, like, my girlfriend was looking at me, kind of like, not getting mad at me, but just like being like, stop making fun of the little kid, I'm like, it's just so funny, I'm sorry, like, it's, 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 it's really funny, um, uh, I, I don't know, I, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, you have to watch the film, like, when you, when you see, like, bad kid actors, you're kind of just like, okay, like, this is just, uh, it, it's just one of those things where it's, it's like, how you say, 
don't, you you see his facial reactions and you're just like this is so stupid but it's it's funny it's like it's funny it's just, it's just so bad it's funny but you know it's he's a kid actor so you're gonna give him a pass but it's funny to laugh at um Letty, Michelle Rodriguez, who is fucking fine. Holy crap. Like, I always forget how fine she is. But uh, she is playing Letty again. And her and Dom are together. They're ride or die, blah, blah, blah. They're raising little Brian. This is one thing I don't understand. I don't know if it's like a recessive gene or something with little Brian. But little Brian is darker and has it's darker than Dom and darker than his mom. And I don't understand how that is. He looks more adopt, like he he looks like he could potentially be more the son of Letty and Dom than of uh, Elena and uh, Dom, which doesn't I don't know doesn't really make any sense to me because I'm just like, bro, he's way darker than both of y'all. I don't know if he had like maybe I don't know if he can use the grandpa. I I don't know. It's like oh that's where he gets his dark skin from. I, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of throws me off a little bit. I, I personally I think it's just like Vin Diesel's like I gotta have a Vin Diesel's like I gotta have an ethnic looking kid in the film. Because people, like, always call me white and blah, blah, blah. Like, I guarantee that's what the fuck it is. But I could be completely wrong on that. Um, I, I don't know. But we basically open up with them and their home and everything like we did in the last film. And Cypher, who is still alive, barely hanging on, is, like, bleeding out and gets to Dom's house somehow. And basically, like, dumb. Like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, I'm still alive and... Ah, the guy who tried to kill me, and she basically explains what happened to her, basically Jason Momoa, who is my favorite character in this film, playing Dante Reyes, basically showed up, <laughs> showed up like Superman, like a fucking, shows up like Lobo from fucking uh, Superman, and just like goes into her headquarters and like beats the fuck out of all her guards, and they just, they just don't shoot him right away, because he like, blackmails them saying like i got your families i got all these people that you love and care about and they're gonna die if you don't like listen to me and betray cypher and kill her pretty typical bad guy stuff bad guy monologue and they all turn their back on cypher who kicks all the guys asses because you know badass female character girl boss you know that's just how these films are so hollywood is she kicks their ass escapes barely with the inch of her life uh and then dom or not dom dante basically has all of cypher's men mercenaries working for him now um i just want to say jason momoa fucking just goes balls to the wall with this role he like he reminds me of the joker in the way he acts like just like the chaotic just like oh dummy dumb like he, he's just he's he's flamboyant he is not androgynous but he's he's flamboyant he's just out there like he just he just doesn't care but not in a bad way, he doesn't care, but he just, like, gives his all, and just, like, makes this character just, like, so eccentric and flamboyant, and I, I enjoyed it, I really enjoyed the character, I love that he just kind of goes balls to the wall with this guy, like, it reminds me of Jack Nicholson's Joker, where, like, he just just doing random shit that's just, like, it makes you fucking laugh at how ridiculous it is, but it's really good, I, I, that's just how I feel, um, he has his little catchphrases he does, he paints his nails, he dresses all, like, in, like, sexy silk or whatever the hell it is, he just has a, a, a way that he carries himself, and it's, it's really, like, uh, you say, um, it's, it, it, it draws you into the character, that's just, but that's my opinion, some people may feel different, I really enjoyed it, um, then we basically find out that uh, Dom and uh, Let uh, Dom and Letty basically have to go uh, somewhere in uh, I think Italy, Rome, I believe it is. They got to go to Rome. Uh, that's where the rest of the team is at. We have like the new characters. Like, the, like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember some of the names of these fucking characters. Like, cause I just don't give a shit. 
about this franchise enough to remember all the characters. Um, obviously, I know Ludacris. I know Tyrese Gibson, uh, Roman, and fucking, I just call him Ludacris. Like, I'm going to be honest, I don't really remember his name. Um, uh, T, I don't know, T and fucking Roman. I, I'm just going to call him Ludacris because it's easier to call him that. Um, and that, who the hell is the, and Ramsey, I don't, I don't give a shit about Ramsey, like, she's, she's kind of bad, but, like, I don't really care, um, but anyway, so, uh, we have to go to Rome, and there's, like, apparently, they're, they're doing this heist, they're gonna make some money, trying to make some money, robbing some shit, and it turns out that they got bad intel, and the money is actually, or not money, the, the microchips, whatever the hell they were called, is actually a bomb that's supposed to go off in Vatican City and destroy the Vatican, and, um, they're, they basically like, oh my god, it's it's a bomb. Like it's just it's really funny how fast this goes by. Like we gotta get to Rome, we gotta do this, we gotta blah 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 blah. And um the guy who is like the agent that is like watching over the Toretto family, um, is basically just all like, yo, uh, what's his name? Little Nobody is his name, played by Scott Eastwood, is basically just all like, yo, like, what what are you talking about? They said he's like they said they was working a mission for you in Rome. I'm not in Rome. There is no mission in Rome. We don't have anybody in Rome. Uh-oh, it's a trap. So they got to go to Rome, and then boom, they're in fucking Rome. And it's just really funny how fast it goes by. And Dom's there in his, what, was he in a charger? He's in his charger. Letty's there on her fucking bike. And they're ready just to freaking go all 007 superhero Avengers shit. And they get there to Rome. And they're basically, like, in contact with the team. Like, yo, it's a bomb. What are you doing? We can't. We got to stop this. Blah, blah, blah. And they get there, and they basically have this ridiculous, like, chase scene with the bomb trying to stop it. Dante is basically all like, oh, this is falling into my plans. Woohoo, yeah. And, like, he's ready to detonate the bomb. He blows up a couple of the uh, trucks uh, following the convoy, causes a bunch of chaos, and he's just watching everything as this goes on. Like, this is just, like, this is so, like, cartoony villain that I just enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, I'm I'm laughing my ass off at how enjoyable this is. And my girlfriend's just like, I hate his character. He's so annoying. And I'm like, but that's, like, that's why he's so awesome, because he's annoying. He's, a, he's, he's being ridiculous and just overly flamboyant and just um eccentric and it's hilarious he's like got his little goggles he's like watching everything going like oh my god look, look what oh my god look at that wow that's crazy and it's just funny because he's he's causing all these problems and he's not he's not even he's not even there on the ground he's just watching from like this little tower with his mercenary guys like you know making little quips and stuff and all this stuff is going on. You get like this Indiana Jones style boulder bomb that just keeps rolling everywhere. They try to disable it. It doesn't work. And it falls out of the truck and it starts rolling everywhere and like not killing anybody in the process of rolling, which I have a hard time believing. But hey, it's the Fast and Furious franchise. So who really cares? Um, they try to stop it multiple ways. And every time you think it's going to stop, oh, 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 it gets rolling again. And it's just funny. It's just funny because like. At this point, I'm like, oh, okay, I, get, I don't know where it's going to land, maybe in the water or something like that. No, like, the bomb, the ball literally rolls through all these street corners and goes around everywhere and ends up rolling to the Vatican still. So, they don't, base, they basically don't get a chance to stop it. The ball rolls to the Vatican. Uh, it's somewhere on the bridge, and I believe Dom knocks it into the water, but it still causes a giant fucking explosion that is just like, holy shit, people have to have been fucking dead and um dom escapes barely within an inch of his life after and letty gets captured by the police and stuff like that and the agents and she gets arrested dom barely escapes within an inch of his life and almost fucking dying but somehow still escapes because you know he's dom toretto and has the power of family and he gets away 
but it causes a giant explosion. Like the angle they, sh it's like it's just funny, funny stuff like this. The angle they show is like, oh my god, what the hell? And then it goes to the news, and they got the exact same angle. It's like, what the fuck? Like that doesn't make any sense. But it's whatever. It's like, it's just stuff like, okay, like the critic in me and the analyst in me is like, that don't really make any sense. But whatever, it's it's good. It's good. <sighs> and all this happens. Dante basically gets his plan. It's like, ha, it goes his way. Roman and uh, Ludacris and Ramsey are like, what the hell did we do? We fucked everything up and we got bad intel and they're blaming it on Roman. Roman's always the butt of the jokes in these films and he is, again, the butt of the jokes in this film. And um, he's like, I was a bad team leader and blah, blah, blah. And they're just like giving him shit about it and he's giving himself shit about it. They basically have to get the fuck out of Rome without being seen uh, or else they're going to get arrested. Dom and all his team are basically the number one uh how you say um group of people that are just being sought out by the um the like the whole world because they caused this whole explosion oh i forgot to mention han's there too <laughs> han comes back in the last film he's alive somehow i explained mr nobody faked his death or whatever han's back he's got long hair again looks old as shit i cannot lie he looks old as shit and i know it's been a long time since he's been in the franchise technically since what 2000 and 13 was the last time he was in a film before fast nine so so he looks old as shit here even with the long hair but um he's back and he was he was on the team with uh ramsey with ramsey uh roman and uh ludicrous and um all this stuff is going on you have uh what's her name you have mia uh, mia toretto dom's sister played by uh, jordana brewster she's uh back home watching uh little brian uh, and they're just spending time together, Auntie and her nephew, and um, Dom is basically on the run, Letty's captured, Roman, uh, Ludacris, Ramsey, and um, and Han uh, are on the run as well, and uh, all this stuff is happening, we have a new character introduced by the name of, um, what was his name, uh, god damn it, by the name of, um, it wasn't Cypher, uh, Ames? Ames is, Ames is his name, I believe. Uh, played by Alan Richson. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Alan Richson is, he plays Reacher in the show, or he plays Jack Reacher in the show Reacher, uh, available on Amazon. I really enjoy everything that I've seen about that show. I honestly want to watch the whole show just because I want to experience it. Everyone said it's really good. He is like... I saw somebody online talk about this. Like This guy, after this film, is possibly going to be one of the next big action stars uh of this generation even though he's like 40 but it's like bro the guy is jacked the guy is huge and he does a great fucking job he also plays uh hank in uh titans he's dead though in that show jason todd kills him spoiler um but he does great in this film i really enjoyed him I'm like oh this guy's a fucking badass like here we go my girlfriend's like i hate him i'm like no nah, no nah, this guy's like testosterone big badass 80s action star looking motherfucker and i was just like i don't care if this guy's a bad guy whatever it doesn't matter to me he's basically the new guy that took over for mr nobody the new guy that runs the agency that is a task with taking down uh the fast and fucking furious team whatever the hell their name is um the toretto team i don't i don't know the family uh, whatever you want to call them and he's introduced and then brie larson is introduced who i do not like i do not like brie larson i don't really give a shit what she's in uh, I just don't like, I don't know, I don't like her attitude when it came to, um, I don't like her attitude when it came to the, the fair, in my opinion, fair criticisms to her character of Captain Marvel, 
and then just making stupid comments in the public. And it's, I just don't really like, I don't, I just don't like her. I don't like her. I don't really give a shit what she's in. I groaned at the sight of seeing her. Um, I wasn't, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be extremely honest. I was not gonna immediately shit on her the whole time, like it sounds like right now. I was like, okay, Brie, I forgot that Brie Larson was in this, but whatever, I guess. Um, and you know, Brie Larson is the daughter of Mr. Nobody. Um, I don't even know what her fucking character's name was. I really didn't give a shit. Uh, Tess, I believe that's what it is. Tess is her name. Um, so yeah, Tess is Mr. Nobody's daughter. And uh, she's basically doesn't like Ames because Ames is like, yeah, your daughter, Mr. Nobody, and blah, blah, blah. I got this job now, blah, blah, blah. We don't know where your father is, blah, blah, blah. Just like banter between the two of these. And I'm like, please, Alan Richardson, please, Ames, just fucking punch her in the face and just like body slam her and just like, throw her out a window. Like, that'd be such a cool scene. But, you know, they can't do that because it's Brie Larson. Uh, all this is going down. They basically set a fucking hit on the Toretto family, and they're like, if we can't find Toretto, we're going to flush everybody out, take out his family one by one. So they basically send agents to Mia and little Brian, who basically get tipped off that there's people on their way. Tear gas gets thrown into the window. She tries to protect little Brian with her life, and I don't know what it is about um, uh, Jordana Brewster's face. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, this is really mean, but I'm just like, I'm just like, bro... I, it's the same thing with Han. Like, I don't know if it's the franchise, but, like, she's, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. She has, like, her face in the films. Like, I'm not sure if it's the what they use for her makeup, but, like, they didn't, like, she just looks like her, I think it's her eyes. Her eyes are really fucking huge. She reminds me of the chick from, um, Paul Blart Mall Cop, the redheaded chick. Her eyes are just really big, and it's really fucking distracting. And I'm just, like, watching. I'm like, bro, like, she's got, the, like, the big, like, her eyes look dilated as hell. They're just, like, big, bulgy eyes, and it's really funny. I'm just like, bro, because every time she does, like, a shocked face, her, eye, like, her eyes are already big, but every time she does a shocked face, her eyes get even fucking bigger. And her and little Brian have this thing where they make the shocked face, like, huh? <gasps> and like and their eyes get so big and it's just hilarious so and then and, and i can't buy her beating people's asses either it, like letty i can probably buy a little bit but uh what's her name uh mia i i can't fucking buy her beating people's fucking asses like fighting these agents but it's it's what like i said it's just whatever you know uh she's kicking the agents asses they're wearing armor they got guns but it doesn't matter because you know she's a badass and she's fighting them she's like little brian run run upstairs and he like runs upstairs and all of a sudden, and this was cool, I'm not a lie, all of a sudden, you fucking see one of, like, the guards in, like, the laundry room just get fucking shoulder tackled, and he flies at the fucking wall, and she looks over, and she kind of smiles, and you're like, I'm like, oh, that's John Cena, like, ah, John Cena's in this shit, and, um, then eventually, John Cena shows up, fucking, burr, 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 and starts beating people's asses, he hits the fucking attitude adjustment on one of his fucking guys, the FU, takes him out, like, that shit was cool, I, I like, I'm, I'm like, okay, it's just funny, because he does a complete 180 from from what he is in the last film and this is the this is the thing that i kind of have a problem with um and somebody mentioned it if you watch fast five hobbs is like a fucking badass he's got like this fucking attitude like the rock acts his ass off in that movie playing this dickhead fucking uh badass like agent guy that don't give a fuck and then after the films after that he's a fucking goofball and he's comic relief and he's kind of a dumbass and they did the same thing with John Cena here. John Cena was a badass in the last film. Like this fucking, yeah, I can kick people's asses. I'm serious. Blah, blah, blah. And now he's basically like John Cena. He's just John Cena in real life in this in this film. In this film now. He's all goofy. He's all like quippy and stuff like that or whatever. 
And I don't know, like I get he turned into, he's like a good guy now, but it's like, I don't know, he didn't have to lose that edge. I don't know, but that's, that's just me. But they get into a fight, they take out all the bad guys there. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jacob basically tells Mia, his sister, uh, like, hey, yo, Mia, I love you, hugs her, go to Brian, go get him, go get out of here, get out of here, go to Brian, go to Paul Walker, basically, go to him, I'll take little Brian, uh, we're gonna go to, uh, fucking Portugal, where Dom wants the whole team to meet, and, uh, yeah, that's where Dom wants everybody to eventually meet, and, uh, we never end up getting that in this film, um, so then we go to somebody like, we go to Mia, her situation, what she's going through, Mia is basically, not Mia, fucking uh, Letty, Letty is basically captured along with Cypher, and they're both, like, in this lab or somewhere like that, and they notice each other, and then that's kind of about it, like, that's just, it's like a really quick scene, uh, we got Alan, who's going after, um, who's going after, uh, Dom, uh, all this other stuff is going down, and it's just really funny how everything happens, we got, uh, Ludacris, like, the team is basically split into, like, three groups, basically, if, I, if you want to, if you want to get specific, you have the team of Roman, Ludacris, Han, and fucking Ramsey, then you have, uh, Dom by himself, you got Letty and Cypher, and then you have, um, Jacob and little Brian, and you got Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa, and it's really funny, because there's a scene where Jason Momoa is, like, painting the nails of these dead, like, mercenaries that he was like had working for him and he's talking to them the whole time talking about like oh how he died basically and he's got the, they got mimosas next to him but they're dead like they're dead and their corpses are rotting away but he's just in brazil i believe just like painting their nails and being eccentric and it's really fun like it's really funny my girlfriend thought it was annoying i'm like this is just really funny i don't know why you think it's so annoying but it, it, he does great I, i'm gonna keep saying that because i really enjoy it like i'll go back and watch this film just for jace momoa um, cause I was all like, look, Jason, I told my girlfriend, I was like, Jason Momoa's a badass, okay, he's a freaking sexy beast, he's a badass, what's, what's wrong with him being the bad guy, she's like, I don't know, I can't really see Aquaman as a bad guy, I'm like, look, look, he's a badass before he was Aquaman, and then there's like a scene, that I noticed, I looked at my girlfriend, cause there's like a scene where they show like a picture of him when he's younger, an actual photo of Jason Momoa, and she goes, that's him, I'm like, yes, that's him, are you gonna stop saying that he's not a freaking beast, like, that's him, um, but anyway, fast forward, you got uh, Dom by himself and everybody's on their little teams. And, uh, it, like, it's very clear, if you're not, like, a big movie news person, that this is going to be split into two parts. Like, there's no way that they can sh cram all of this into one film. And um, that's that's what they're doing here. And you got Dom and Reyes. They basically get into a, um, they get into a fight. They have, like, one fight where, like, Dom and Ray, like, Dom basically hides in, uh, Brazil, and, uh, uh, what's his name, Ames tracks him down there, he finds out where he's at, and, uh, we find out that Dom's, like, Dom goes to see, what's her name, um, uh, Elena's sister, so his sister-in-law, even though they, I don't think they were married in Brazil, but, uh, he goes to meet her sister-in-law, goes to, like, uh, find her, he goes back to Brazil, we get a fucking classic race scene in, uh, Brazil at night, uh, we get one of the guys who comes back from Fast Five, and, um, Dante shows up, because he's, like, the king of racing, the king of Rio de Janeiro and everything, 
He's all badass. He's wearing like this cool purple silk thing. His car was fucking. He had an Impala, I believe it was. That shit was dope. It was like a lavender purplish color. I thought it was really fucking cool looking. He's all matching and shit. And he basically challenges Dom to a race. Dom accepts. Dom's boys are like, I'm gonna race too. And then what's her name? Um, I don't fucking remember what her name is. Um, uh, Elena's sisters like. I'm a race too, and Dom looks at her like, I know you, and she's like, I know you too, but we're not going to talk, because things got to be awkward for the moment, and we get this fucking room, 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 racing, and they, like, they're all revving their engines, looking at each other, classic fast, where like, they look to the fucking side, and it shows the next car, looks to the other side, shows the next car, everybody's getting ready to race, and Jason Momoa basically foreshadows, like, oh, somebody's about to die here, and he's like, you're going to have to choose, and you're going to have to choose, and basically what happens is there's bombs on the bottom of each car, and whoever, whoever is in first place is going to blow up. And uh, Dom basically has to choose who he lets get in first place. Either his boy that nobody really cares about because he's from Fast Five. Or the sister of his ex-girlfriend that he had his child with. And we get this race scene where Jason Moe is just kind of casually staying in the back. And uh, Dom's boy is like, yeah, I'm going to win this race. And fucking pulls up and then uh elena's sister pulls up and they're like racing neck and neck and all of a sudden dom's boy goes and this is really this is kind of fucked up if you watch this scene dom basically lets his boy die without saying shit to him he's kind of like huh what am i what am i gonna do and all of a sudden his boy blows up and fucking dies in an explosion he goes looks like you chose dommy boy wait it doesn't matter everybody dies he 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 and then he blows up the car to um to uh dom's uh sister-in-law and she doesn't die dom helps her survive he helps her escape and everything and then like we had this whole little scene uh, like that plays out between the two of them he saves her they go back to her place and um we have like it's just it's just like an escape oh my god we gotta get away from this guy and all this other stuff it's just really it's 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 kind of i don't know how you say it like it's kind of um what's the word it just moves the plot forward. But like I said, I didn't do like this is the most fast and the furious thing in this film. Like you have the fast and the furious trope that they're all superheroes now, which is like the action scenes and like the Rome shit. But then you have like the classic fast and the furious stuff that you got here with the racing and everything. And then the homage is the fast five, which I enjoyed. Um, moving forward, we then get um, we then get uh. Roman's team, Roman's the team leader of his little paper, his little sector of people, and they basically get all their money cleaned out by Jason Momoa, nobody has any more money, they don't have any access to any capital anymore, and they're like, what the hell, we're broke now, we lost everything, and um, they end up staying in these shipping containers of aftershave, and they get taken to London, uh, and they're just like, oh my god, it smells, Roman's like, I like this stuff, this stuff smells really good, I'm like, aha, about the joke, I really don't give a fuck about you, Tyrese Gibson, but whatever, um, Ludacris is funny, I like him, Han is cool, because he's always eating snacks, and then Ramsey is just some bad light-skinned chick, that's, like, good at, like, technology and stuff, and, um, you know, then there's Roman, who's just, like, the comic relief, um, so they're in London, she's like, I know a couple people in London, how we're gonna do to get stuff to stop the bad guys, we got to get weapons, we gotta get cars, we gotta get all this kind of stuff, and we have this scene where, like, they're walking around London, and they go to the this guy who runs like a little bit like a uh, like a little computer shop, old computer computer shop or whatever. And she's like, I know a guy here that works at the black market. 
and they go in there, and it's fucking Pete Davidson, like, it caught me off guard, I'm like, what the fuck is Pete Davidson doing here, I, hey guys, it's me, Pete Davidson, I run the black market thing, and I talk like this, and my hair is blonde, because, you know, you guys know that my dad died, ha <laughs> ha, he's there, and he's, uh, like, I, 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 I'm making fun of Pete Davidson, I like Pete Davidson, I think Pete Davidson's funny, if you have not seen the movie King of Staten Island, starring Pete Davidson, go watch that film, it's a really heartwarming film, it's a really good film, it's really funny. Go watch that film. I enjoy Pete Davidson. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Anytime I see Pete Davidson, I fucking laugh. He is funny to me. Just putting that out there. So, Pete Davidson like, hey, guys, yeah, I can get you some weapons. And Roman apparently has money. Like, they're like, we don't got no more money. We lost all our money. Uh, Dante took all of our money. And Roman's like, y'all never listen to me. He, like, takes off his fucking jacket. And he's got, like, a bunch of money strapped to him. Just, like, taped all over to him. And he basically is just being a bitch with the money, like, I ain't give you the money unless you owe me this back or whatever. So he goes up to uh, Pete Davidson. He's all like, look, how much is this? Like, I got you right now. Here's 100 bucks. And Pete Davidson's like, what am I supposed to do with that? And he gives him 200, 300, 400. Ludacris is like, enough of this shit. And grabs the fucking stack of $100 bills, which is probably like $1,000. Puts it on the fucking thing. Like, here you go. Take it. And um, he's like, well, okay, I got you guys. And then he basically sells them out. Fucking typical Pete Davidson, like, I, sh I showed you guys, I'm sorry, I can't, and then they just, like, smack the shit out of him, and then they leave, <laughs> and they have to run, they gotta run away, they gotta escape, because then, now the bad guys are pursuing them again, um, Han basically is all like, I know somebody here in London that we can go find, and I'm like, I already know what they were doing, they're going to find my grandma's boyfriend, fucking Jason Statham, they go look for Jason Statham, and then we're on to that, fast forward, we then go to, <laughs> fast forward, we then go to Letty and, uh, uh, what's her name, Cypher, they're in the lab, they basically find a way to escape, and they're just, like, start, they, then they have this, like, this, I'm not like, it, it was a really pointless fight, I just feel like this was just, like, to give Michelle Rodriguez a fight scene, to make her look like a badass, and to have extra shots for the trailer, but this scene was kind of pointless to me, if I'm making, like, pointless when the fighting happened, so they basically escape and beat the fuck out of all the guards, and I believe Cypher tells, um, she tells uh, Letty, like, oh, we only got, like, a four-minute escape window before, like, everybody starts coming in here. So they beat the crap out of all the guards, fight each other, kick each other, and then, oh, no, they beat the crap out of all the guards, fight all the guards, and then they're like, okay, this is the only way out. Because they're, they're in Antarctica. They're in Antarctica, and um, there's, like, a vent that they can escape through. And she's just all like, okay, we got to get out through here. And then Letty just starts fucking beating her ass, fighting her, and kicks her ass, and then starts climbing out through the fucking hatch ends up getting out through the hatch, and then realizes she's in Antarctica, it's fucking cold, I gotta go back down and get some shit to come back up here, she comes back down, and then um, Cypher's like sitting there like, you forgot to grab your coat or whatever, and I was like, didn't you just say there was a four minute window, but whatever, you know what I mean, it's whatever, it's faster, it doesn't matter, it really just doesn't matter, um, all this stuff happens, we then go to Dom and, uh, Dom and, um, whatever her name is, Mia's, uh, Mia, not Mia, uh, Letty's fucking, uh, not Letty, goddamn, I, I don't know what her name is, I really don't know what her fucking, um, I don't remember what her name was, uh, suck, I don't fucking know, uh, Isabel, Isabel, that's her fucking name, Isabel, um, Isabel is basically like, okay, uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get out of here, so they try to, they gotta get out of here, they gotta find a way out, and uh dom basically like tracks down where 
Dante Reyes basically is because she gives Dante she gives him Dante Reyes' backstory, all the paperwork that her sister had on Reyes, Dante Reyes' father, and like shows him like, yeah, he was like a kid in and out of like juvie and jail and stuff, and he's like a spoiled little badass or whatever the hell. And um she basically just like gives a like, gives an exposition about who he is. And uh like I said, uh Ames is after them, he's chasing after them. Dom ends up getting out of there, and he uh, tracks down where uh, he's supposedly supposed to be at, and what happens is, is he gets this, like, abandoned police station, and, uh, he, like, like I said, Jason Momoa is, like, the Riddler, he's, like, the Riddler slash Joker in this film, he's, he's, like, a mix of, he's, like, a mix of Jim Carrey's Riddler and Jack Nicholson's Joker in this film, it's it's just crazy. It's just crazy because like he's Riddler in this like sense of like being really eccentric sometimes just for the sake of being eccentric. But okay, I can see. Okay, he's a mix of Paul Dano's Riddler in planning and execution, and he's a mix of he. God, he's a mix of he's a mix of Paul Dano's uh, Riddler. Jim Carrey's Riddler, Jack Nicholson's Joker, and Heath Ledger's Joker. Just in the way he executes and plans everything, sets things up, and then the way he acts in it acts in like eccentric, I guess you could say. And you if you watch this film and you know those characters, you'll be like, oh my god, he's fucking right. Like that's the perfect evaluation of like what his character fucking is. And he's just got a lot of money. So Don breaks into this police station where he thinks that Ray, uh, Dante's gonna be hiding. But, like, Dante has, like, this whole shit planned for when Dom gets there. And, like, the phone rings and, hello. And, like, oh, Dommy boy and all this other stuff. And, like, all this, like, footage starts playing of all the Fast and the Furious team. And, like, it's it's straight out of the Batman from 2022 where the Riddler basically shows all, like, the corrupt stuff in Gotham. And Batman's, like, in that room watching everything. Like, it's basically exactly what that is. And he goes, I'll see you soon, Dommy boy. And then, like, he calls him that. So it's what he calls him, Dommy boy. It's the funniest thing. And he escapes. Eventually, uh, Alan Richson's character Ames catches Dom, and they're like on this bridge, and they're getting ready to fucking like uh, get out of there. And all this stuff happens to where um, Dante Reyes attacks them, and uh, they all get like fucked up. They have like this battle on the bridge. He goes, "This is the spot where I died, guys. Remember this and everything." And it's just like all planned. He's just, just a big, big planner. And they're on the bridge. Uh, they're threatening to kill. Um, what the hell is her name? Um, the fucking, I don't know, I don't know what fucking name is, uh, Isabel, they're starting to kill Isabel, Alan Richardson's like, oh my god, what the hell are you doing, Dante, like, I gotta stop Dante and take Dom in, so they basically have a shootout on the bridge, uh, Dante's men, some of them get killed, Dante ends up getting his, getting, it's really crazy, because we get, they have a, we have a fight scene between Dante and Dom, and Dom kicks Dante's fucking ass, like, it's really funny, like, Dante doesn't really get a shit in when it comes to fighting, like, it just kind of makes his character just like, I, I don't know how to fight, he just gets his fucking ass handed to him, and, um, ends up getting the upper hand, and we end up getting, um, we end up getting Alan, uh, or not, we get him getting Ames, basically backing up Dom, uh, helping Dom out and everything, and uh, then they end up teaming up, and uh, they all like get out of there while they still can. And uh, Dante escapes on a helicopter, flies away, just like like a fucking Bond, Joker, fucking Rid Jim Carrey Riddler villain, just gets the fuck out of there. It's just really, it's like Jesus Christ, like it's just it's so enjoyable. Like I, I don't know, like I don't know what to say. Like it just reminded me of those things, and it's just enjoyable. Um, 
I also forgot to mention, too, uh, maybe it's just because I just wanted to get Brie Larson out of my head, but Brie Larson basically goes to, uh, I believe, a bar that Dom is at in Brazil and goes and tells him who she is, and we have them meeting. Uh, we also have her. She's also um, helping, uh, what's it called, Ames try to get Dom back, but she's actually on Dom's side, so she ends up helping him escape this whole scenario, um, and so they can, you know, they end up teaming up. She ends up getting shot uh, in this whole uh, bridge scenario kind of thing. Um, also, too, we also have uh, after John Cena uh, shows up, uh, Jacob shows up to help out um, Mia and little Brian. Uh, he basically gets in his car and they uh, go on like a road trip to get to the airport. They end up having to get to Portugal and they have their way of getting out of this scenario that they're in to protect little Brian basically. And, um, I enjoyed the moments between little Brian and Jacob. It's cause it's his uncle, even though like, and like I said, John Cena does a complete 180 in this movie compared to how he played Jacob in the last film, which is, I guess expected, but he's just kind of goofy. Um, we then have them uh, boarding uh, a plane to be able to get to Portugal. They end up realizing they have to leave because they're getting caught by the agency. And this is the part where I said earlier, John Cena has those little mini bottles of Smirnoff and he puts them in his plane to fuel them. And it's kind of ridiculous, but it's whatever. And they end up flying down and getting to Portugal. Uh, eventually, they do get to the place that uh, Dom uh, wanted everybody to meet in Portugal and nobody else is there. Uh, we end up seeing a vehicle that I guess Jacob and Dom had been working on and they don't really get specific about what it is until later. Uh, eventually we do find out that the agency has tracked them down there. Dom, uh, is still in Brazil. Everybody else is still doing their thing. Uh, we have, um, we have, uh, we go to, uh, Roman's team of Han, Roman, Ludacris, and uh, Ramsey. Uh, after uh, Han basically tells him he knows somebody, he goes to track down uh, uh, Deckard Shaw, who is like training, fucking kicking ass, punching a punching bag. I guess he was beating some guy up in the punching bag. And uh, they end up trying to um, recruit him. Han and him get into a fight. They end up getting ambushed by the agency. Uh, and now they're all after them. They end up taking out the agency and they end up escaping. And now they're all teamed up together again. We end up also having uh, Brian, uh, little Brian and uh, Jacob. They end up escaping from the agency. Little Brian ends up getting taken by uh, Jason Momo or J getting taken by Dante. And which basically thrusts us into the finale of the film. Um, what's her name? Uh, I believe it was Brie Larson's character. Did or Tess? Tess did tell Dom, uh, like the only way that he, you know that she can help him. She knows how she can help him, but there's no going back from here. And he says, "I need you to get Letty for me." She goes, "Letty's in a black site," and uh, she ends up finding a way to uh, help get Letty, um, you know, out, getting her out by getting her transferred to the Antarctica or getting transferred to some place in Antarctica where they have her and Cipher together. We talked about that earlier. They got into their fight and. We kind of don't really go back to them until the actual end of the film. But all that being said, we do have uh, a scene with um, where uh, everybody's basically trying to go get back Brian, our little Brian, and they're uh, trying to stop Dante. Uh, we end up having Ames and Dom team up. We end up finding out at the end of the film that Ames and Dante are basically on the same side. Ames betrays Dante and takes out... Um, 
takes out um, Dom's team, takes out everybody else, so they can't help interfere and help Dom. We get like this really like cool car chase scene where everybody is like getting shot at. We got uh, Jacob and Dom on two sides of the road, and this is probably the biggest thing I just did not like about this film. And I thought it was really stupid. We end up seeing that. Um, Jacob dies. Jacob supposedly dies. Uh, the car that him and Dom work on is like a car that's got like rockets on it or torpedoes. And uh, it's just really not practical, but it's whatever. And in this final chase scene where all this stuff is going down, uh, Dante and all of them are like, you know, they're all just like trying to get out of there. He ends up taking little, uh, little Brian and uh, they're chasing after him, and we have the agency and other people going after them as well, well, the mercenaries, I should say, and uh, Jacob ends up sacrificing himself for Dom and blows himself up, killing the other people of the agency so Dom can at least get back little Brian. Um, he ends up getting him back, but they're basically uh, stuck on this dam somewhere where they're basically at, like, the behest of getting killed and destroyed by these two semi-trucks, and as uh, Dante's watching on from the end, it's just a whole, like, kerfuffle of just, like, oh, my God, like, there's no way they're going to end it here. Like, you already know it's going to be a cliffhanger. Um, like I said, this is where we find out Ames is working with Dante. He's known Dante since Fast Five. Uh, I also forgot to mention earlier, Dante wasn't Dante wasn't driving um, his dad's car. He was driving a car next to him. Um, but uh, all that stuff, I forgot to mention that earlier. But... Yeah, so we end up uh, having this scene play out. A dam gets destroyed. Uh, little Brian and uh, Dom barely escape within an inch of their life. The car gets just totaled. It gets flooded everywhere. Like, it just gets all just a big, giant fucking mess. Um, and then we end up going to uh, Letty and Cypher uh, getting out of the Antarctica base. And they're waiting around. And all of a sudden, a submarine comes from underneath the, uh, the ice and it turns out to be Giselle Gal Gadot, who has returned to this franchise, probably making a shit ton of money. I don't know how she's alive. I'm assuming Mr. Nobody, just like with Han, it's just some inexplicable, unexplainable thing that they're just not going to really touch upon too much. And yeah, so um, she's back, and uh, that's that's basically the end of the film. We end up on a cliffhanger, which, like I said, whatever. We end up getting a post credit scene with The Rock. Uh, the Rock is basically being targeted by Dante now. Uh, Dante's like, Dom and his team may have robbed my father, but you're the one who pulled the trigger. And uh, The Rock reveals himself. And then, boom, there we go. We got The Rock coming in for the next film. I'm actually really disappointed that we don't get to see The Rock and John Cena in the film together uh, or in the franchise together, which is a little sucks. It just sucks a lot. So um, I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't believe John Cena's dead. I really don't. I think they're going to bring him back. I think they're going to bring everybody back. I think we're going to get some sort of Paul Walker cameo. We're going to have to. Like, I understand he passed away. I understand that. But they've done a lot with CGI in the last couple of years to where they can bring people who you thought either were dead or you could bring back younger versions of people. They obviously have his brothers that they could use as stand-ins and kind of morph their faces with some CGI. It might look really bad. It might not. I don't know. I believe the deep fakes have gotten a lot better in the last couple of years versus like, you know, you got like the Luke Skywalker cameo in Mandalorian season two where it looked kind of wonky, but people were kind of blinded by nostalgia. It doesn't make it bad. It just was kind of wonky. Then you have the Irishman, which is like kind of the first, I think, big, screen adaptations of like deep fake cgi younger versions of characters but in this case with paul walker you'd be bringing back somebody who's dead 
So it's not like it's just a younger version of him. It's you know, it's a, he's a dead. So you, you don't really, you can't really. I don't know what to do, what you're gonna do there. But I, I just have the feeling because they showed him. He's in the beginning of this film in the Fast Five clips um, from the beginning, which is probably one of the best parts of the film. But um, he is going to. I, I believe he's gonna come back. I believe they're gonna do something. They're gonna bring him back. Whether it's like just a cameo scene at the end where he hugs them or something like it's it's gonna end, and they teased in the beginning of this film that Dom and Letty are trying to try to have a kid. I think that's what's gonna happen too in the last film. So uh, honestly, I'm actually really excited. Kind of, I, I don't really care for these films. Like I said, I don't give a shit enough about these films to go watch the other ones. Um, I might watch Fast One and Two, maybe Tokyo Drift in my free time whenever I want. I just don't want to really do that anytime soon. But um. Yeah, I enjoyed Fast 10 a lot more than Fast 9. I really despise Fast 9. I do not like that film. Um, this was more, way more enjoyable. Way more enjoyable. I just shut all the stuff off and just enjoyed it. Jason Momoa does great. Um, and yeah, I can't, I, honestly, I can't wait for the next one. Well, I can. I, I, I can wait for the next one, but I'm excited for the next one, if that makes any sense, the finale. Because I don't think it's going to be three parts. I believe it's only going to be two parts. And I think that that's... Two parts, I, I think that that's fine. But let's just hope that there's not a big production halt because of the writer's strike in Hollywood and also because there was, like, drama on the set of Fast 10 because of Vin Diesel not wanting, apparently not wanting to get in shape and it pissed off Justin Lin. This motherfucker, Vin Diesel, go get in fucking shape. Go to get on TRT. Go do all this shit. Get in fucking shape. Um, you're basically a superhero at this point. So, but anyway, guys, that's all I got to say. Um... I could rewatch this film again in my free time. Um, that's good, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like I said, you'll enjoy this if you're buzzed high with your friends. It's just that. It's just one of those films. It's nothing that really you need to be too critical of. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my review. I hope you guys were excited for the finale, finally, of this franchise so we can finally just end it. Um, I don't know what most of these actors and actresses are going to do after but I think that the last film, we're just going to get everybody. Everybody's going to show up. It's going to be like the Avengers Endgame of Fast and the Furious movies. Everybody comes back. But anyway, guys. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this review. Thank you for listening to my review of Fast X, Fast 10. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Go check out the film for yourself at your local theaters. Support your theaters. Uh, and yeah, this has been the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy. And have a good one. And remember, it's all about family.